Welcome back to Generation 9-11. I'm Brian Kirsch, and on our latest episode, former FDNY Chief Richie Alleys joins us live from sunny South Florida, where he'll be speaking in front of over 200 retired NYPD sergeants, most of whom responded to the call on 9-11. Richie, how are things going down there so far? Uh, nice. Uh, certainly a lot warmer than uh, back in New York. <laughs> Mid seventies, yeah, so all yeah, is well. Like a, it's a real winter day here today. We haven't had many of those. It's actually pretty chilly <laughs> out. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing down there. Well, I'm down here to uh, to speak uh, tonight to a uh, group of NYPD retired sergeants. So it's the NYPD Retired Sergeants Association. There'll be over a couple of hundred uh, members. They'll also uh, be uh, members of the current uh, Sergeants Benevolent Association uh, Union membership uh, here to uh, to address their uh, their members and as well as uh, some uh, ranking uh, NYPD uh, officials. I'll be uh, addressing my comments to uh, the World Trade Center Health Program and uh, Victim Compensation Fund benefits. Uh, a lot of these uh, members here, some will be snowbirds. So not so worried about them because when they go back and forth, they're in New York, uh, they're kind of in the loop on information that's available. But it's these the other ones that have you know relocated to various parts of Florida that will be in attendance that sometimes now find themselves out of the loop and, and not up on the current uh, statistics and not up on uh, what the benefits are. Of the of the health program, some uh, I I suspect may not even be aware that they can receive treatment and uh, examinations and prescription coverage in Florida, and uh, thinking that you know they have to come back to New York for that. And this is a, a national program, so that, that's uh, you know my I have my work cut out for me, but uh, I'm 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 excited to be able to share this information with uh, these former uh, NYPD and the vast majority or probably over 95% will uh, will have been 9-11 uh, first responders. And that was going to be my next question is how many of the people in attendance will actually have been there on 9-11? And I know that this isn't your first trip down to Florida. This isn't your first trip. You've, speaking, you've spoken to this group before, correct? Uh, this this group for the Sergeants Association, it is the first time. We uh, I have come down to Florida uh, several times uh, last year to uh, retiree organizations of the NYPD, which call themselves 1013 Officer Needs Assistance. And, uh, you know, Florida is a very big state. It's also probably one of the most popular relocation sites for uh, New Yorkers. And uh, so Florida is where it's at. So uh, between, you know, the, the snowbirds and that's fine, but the others that have relocated and, and permanently live here, that's going to be the focus of my uh, outreach uh, tonight and, and any other time that I'm down here in Florida speaking to such a large group. Generally, when you speak to these large groups, do people tend to approach you on the spot? Is it kind of the thing, uh, thing where they follow up with you later on? What's the... Um, reception to the message that you're you're giving them. Oh, sure. Uh, you, uh, beforehand, uh, they all know uh, that I'm coming and that I'm and I'm speaking. So some people will uh, ready, you know, they have illnesses and all will will grab me uh, beforehand. 
uh, a lot uh, grabbed me afterwards, for sure. I always make it a point of uh, hanging around until everyone uh, that wants to speak to me uh, can. I also give everyone a uh, questionnaire check sheet to uh, fill out and get back to me. And uh, when, I'm, when I get back to New York, I can follow up with them. Because sometimes, uh, you know, people that they have specific questions and they can't stay, and, you know, it's, you know, personal uh, medical information and maybe a person doesn't want to stand up in a room and kind of share that. I, I totally get that. And nor should they. Uh, we, you know, we, we'll follow up. So it's the beginning of a, of a relationship, you know, with anybody that I come in contact with that uh, reaches out to me uh, for assistance. And uh, that's the, uh, the lifeline. And uh, it, it, it works. It works great. And I'm just I'm very happy to be the, uh, the vehicle to uh, to supply this information and to be the uh, the conveyor of, of you know good news on on the benefits that they're entitled and also uh, being able to assist people that have illnesses and have needs and may not be aware of uh, the benefits that they're uh, that they're entitled to. I, I was hoping that you could relay a, a story to me that that you had told previously um, about meeting with. Uh, I believe it was somebody from the NYPD who had had something under their their fingernail. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was related to uh, skin cancer, which uh, the cancers that are uh, prone to 9/11 uh, first responders, and there's a host of them. The the law covers uh, 68 different cancers, but skin cancer is the most common, and uh, actually, it's become the most common illness. Uh, believe it or not, the uh, the air down in uh, Ground Zero uh, had the pH the this consistency of of Drano. So these particles get in under the skin. So it has nothing to do with the exposure to the sun. But we, uh, yeah, I had uh, a gentleman who uh, in in mid fifties in perfect physical condition had no illness and had developed some uh, spotting on his arm that he became concerned with and got a skin checkup and everything, you know, his body, everything was fine. Even the, the blotching on his uh, left arm uh, was nothing to be concerned about, but the doctor noticed the discoloration under one of his fingernails and uh, the, he did a biopsy and it came back. Not only was it skin cancer, it was melanoma, which is the most aggressive form of uh, skin cancer. And uh, he had to have his, uh, the, his index finger uh, amputated and he went through uh, chemotherapy because the cancer cells are now floating through the body. But uh, a, a great you know, ending to the story is that he's around to be able to share that story and allow me to share it with, uh, with everyone else. So uh, had that been left uh, unfound, I think we'd be telling a different story. So, and I, I like to uh, share the, those scary kind of stories to get attention because you know you can just say hey skin cancer and a person will think well okay it's no big deal well it may be not but yeah it can be so nothing to fool around about that's for sure i think that's a, a great message to give and we want to amplify that message and i know that tonight's event is open to the media open to the press can you tell us a little bit more about your relationship with the press and how important it is that these sorts of events are open so that the message can be amplified even more? Yeah, it's a, it, it's a, it's great opportunity having the press here because uh, everything is, uh, is, is local. So the, the local press here will assist uh, getting the word out. 
because a lot of these benefits and all, especially people that have uh, relocated from New York, if they were exposed to the toxins, they don't necessarily have to be uh, NYPD. But in reading stories, you know, people will get, uh, you know, get to understand what's going on and uh, what's available to them and they can find me. So I want to be the messenger. I'm happy to convey that message, but I can't reach everyone. And the only way to get that message out is with the assistance of uh, of, of the media. So I've had a longstanding relationship with uh, the media it, from the time when I began you know, fighting to get this law passed in 2007 and back and forth up to the present. You know, the law is, is permanently in place, but my biggest uh, obstacle is really now just reaching everyone, uh, a population pool of uh, over 400,000 people that were uh, exposed and, uh, you know, people that came from all parts of the of the of the country. So that's my uh, that's my task in life. And uh, I'm, I'm very proud to do it. And it's and the fact that you're in Florida, uh, as somebody who grew up in Florida myself, I, I you know, I was born in New York, grew up in Florida. Uh, most of the people that I know had some kind of roots up here. This is not just another place that you're going to. There are a lot of New Yorkers who were here on September 11th that are now down there retired, living their lives, who may not even be sick yet. Exactly, exactly. And and the time to find out what you're entitled to or where you go for help is not when you become sick, it's to know it now. So yeah, so sometimes uh, it's a good point uh, that you bring up because some people, think that I'm, I'm really here just looking for people who are sick. Well, yes, I am, but I'm also looking to inform everyone who was exposed what they should be doing now, uh, where to enroll, where to register, and how to go about that. So that's a that's a that's and an excellent they, point. And if they do want more information, what's the best way to get in contact with you? They can call me at my office two one two. Three eight five eight thousand, or email me at r a l l e s at firelaw.com. And just one more question: Are you planning on it? Um, are there any more trips planned uh, to Florida in the near future, or anywhere else that you want to let people know? Yeah, in uh, February, February thirteenth, I will be in uh, Boynton Beach. That happens to be another NYPD event. Uh, that one is uh, a, a annual reunion that they have, and the participants there will be approximately 450 former NYPD. And again, a vast majority who are 9-11 uh, first responders, so uh, of all different ranks. So that's uh, uh, a, a huge event, and uh, to carry the message, and we expect a big media turnout for that one as well. Great. So, Richie, I want to wish you good luck at the event tonight. I know, uh, um, I know it's really important the message that you put out there, and uh, just so that all of our listeners know, we'll be doing a follow up to see if there's anybody that uh, hopefully we could get some perspective from um, on their their experience and their story. But in the meantime, enjoy Florida, enjoy your time down there, and good luck tonight. Thank you, Brian. Much appreciated. Talk to you soon. From Palm Beach County, Florida, that was Richie Alley's. I want to thank you all for tuning in to Episode 2 of Generation 9-11. 
Richie and I want to remind you that as of now, we are available practically anywhere you listen to podcasts, including the Apple Store and Google Podcasts. And just a reminder, if you have an idea for a future episode or have any questions, you can reach out to us at generation911 at outlook.com. Looking forward to speaking to you next time.